Hey everybody, it's your buddy Jack. Hope everybody's doing well, and um, I'm hoping to get um, a good weekend coming up. I know it's Friday, and of course, as you guys know, if you've been listening for a little while, still got this cough I'm trying to overcome. Man, it's been just absolutely crazy, but that's okay. That's okay. I don't mind it so much. It just um, it is just an annoyance. That's all, right? Everybody does it. Everybody gets sick. Watch them allergies. I'm not looking forward to spring. Oh, my gosh. That is going to be a doozy. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Glad you're listening. Uh, one quick thing. Don't forget to hit that support button. I appreciate anything and everything um, that you feel led to contribute. It is a big, big help. That is for sure. So I appreciate that um, greatly. And don't hesitate to start a conversation. There's a message button there, too. If you have questions or um, maybe a point of view that I hadn't thought of or didn't share in that particular podcast, right, don't hesitate. I don't at all ever profess to be a know-it-all in uh, the realm of addiction and mental health um, and treatment models, right? I pretty much just share what information I know. Um, share from my own experience, strengths, and hopes, and I hope that you, as alcoholics and or addicts, get something out of it, um, and I'm hoping to maybe um, get some points across to the families that support those people as well. It's a beautiful thing. I've been talking about um, the steps a little bit more in depth, right? Some people are familiar with those steps, um, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, and in Celebrate Recovery, and um, that's the angle that I am sort of um, leaning on to share with you is uh, the Celebrate Recovery versions of those steps. They're not really any different, right? Just some of the wording is a different sort of thought process. So um, I'm hoping that it helps, right? Hoping that it helps. Um, This is for all of the people and their friends and family that support them. I promise you, no matter where you fall in any of these categories, hurts, habits, hang-ups, I've talked about in the last few uh, podcasts, alcoholism, drug addiction, gambling, sexual addictions, it doesn't matter. You can apply these steps to any of those issues, right? So, let me get to the next one. (coughs) Sorry about that. Uh, The next one, step four. We made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Oh, man. It is, uh, after I did this a few times, Especially the first couple of times, I thought, oh my gosh, we thought it was going to be fearless, right? There's no way, especially if you've done, this is you're creeping up on your first time or your first time even considering looking into, you know, AA, NA, Celebrate Recovery, right? And you know that this sort of step work is probably going to be suggested to you, Um, or maybe you've already worked one, two, and three. And you're preparing yourself spiritually and emotionally to work number four. We made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Okay. 
something about the fourth step in Alcoholics Anonymous or CR or wherever, this one particularly reads the same, which is okay. It requires a very careful personal inventory of character assessments or character defects. We've talked about the different verbiage um, in a previous podcast. I always use character defects, right? Um, Which parts of your character are good and the ones that aren't so good? When you're doing this inventory, you got to give yourself some kudos along the way. So if you find a characteristic about yourself that you like and you realize other people like it, pat yourself on the back. You don't want to do this and do nothing but beat yourself up, right? That will get you nowhere. That will get you nowhere, and it will be, you know, harder to do if you feel like you are just beating up on yourself. And that's the thing. last thing we want. We don't want you to quit, right? The biblical comparison to this step states, Let us examine our ways and test them, and let us return to the Lord. That's in Lamentations 3.40 from my uh, Bible folks that are listening. I appreciate it. Right? And you know I go back and forth between the ideas of AA and Celebrate Recovery. Um, So you'll hear the verbiage um, from both sides. Um, So just bear with me, right? Um, AA is a national organization dedicated to assisting sufferers of alcohol abuse and addiction with overcoming challenges faced during the rehabilitation process. The program uses a 12-step program, including step four, right? Developing and modified based on the experiences of former members and the writings of the group's founder. Everybody knows who Bill W. is. If you haven't seen the movie, it's really old. Look for it. Uh, The Bill W. story. Each step addresses a different need that is common to many who struggle with alcoholism, drug addiction, any other addictions. And the fourth step involves taking a personal inventory of strengths and weaknesses. Notice it says strengths too, right? Remember, we got to give ourselves kudos along the way. Uh, inventory of strengths and weaknesses of our character. This step is a very intimate, personal journey. You're probably going to learn some stuff about yourself that you may not like. I don't know. It's kind of whatever it is that you've done up until this point in your life, right? But you can't just beat up on yourself. That is for sure. And there may be some things that has happened to you in your life that you sort of stifled and put away, back of your mind kind of thing, until you do this inventory and things start to resurface. So you definitely want to have someone prepared to be there with you when those kinds of things happen uh, that you can reach out to pretty quickly and talk to. Either on the phone, in person, you can meet for coffee or whatever. Just be mindful of what's happening with you as you go on this journey. Alcoholic Anonymous' step four requires a clear and frank understanding of one's self. This is where the rubber meets the road, as they say. Through the process of discovering the true nature of our personal character, a 
participant learns to understand, identify, right, the weaknesses that may have helped contribute to their addiction. That's what I'm talking about. You may find there's some stuff that you sort of stifled that actually do contribute to the need for mood-altering substances, right? That's usually what addicts are doing. It's looking for a way to change the way they feel, right? So take note of those things. Be prepared for those things. Um, Because, again, this step ain't easy. This step is not easy. So, again, through the process of discovering the true nature of our personal character, a participant learns to understand, identify the weaknesses that may have helped contribute to their addiction. This also leads you to understand personal strengths. Again, I cannot emphasize enough to be sure that you identify those strengths too, right? Those strengths that may uh, compensate for the weaknesses and focus on those areas that need the most support in order to continue 12 steps, right? You need the strength. If you can find those strengths, utilize utilize those to give you momentum, right? Work hard on those. Do not overlook your strengths. Because you, you may need that. You may need that little shove, that little push, that little attaboy to help you continue working through this step process. Right? This step uh, mm, in the process provides a foundation for future steps. That's the purpose of this step. Right? And it is going to be hard. Just hang in there. Okay? Don't give up. Again, you're going to learn some scary things about yourself, possibly. Right? I don't know anything about your life experiences. Only you do. But this step can be pretty difficult. Pretty difficult. So here's a little blurb I found um, called The Process. I got it from alcohol.org. The fourth step of Alcoholics Anonymous requires a very careful personal inventory of character. You must make a list of those areas that affect your life and account for the various decisions that have led them to this stage in your life. Many groups provide members with workbooks um, that include a list of objectives to assist with the classification process. Those booklets are really, really good. Celebrate Recovery has those booklets. They even actually do a step study, right? And it kind of helps draw some of that information out. Because just just to hand you a blank piece of paper and say, hey, give me a uh, list of things you've done, things you people you've hurt, how people have hurt you, right? It's a whole lot of information. It can be a little overwhelming. So if you can get some sort of booklet, um, that has some exercises in it, <clears throat> that is a big help. Um, it's very important that these discoveries are written down. Write them down. As writing them creates a concrete form and helps solidify the concepts involved in the mind of 
whoever's doing the work. Right? And there's always people you can call. There's always 24-hour support lines. Right? If you're doing this late at night, which really I think you should get some rest. This stuff can really take a toll on you. And if you're willing and able to do the step work in an evening, just do a little bit and go to bed at a regular time. But you're gonna need you're gonna need the rest. So <coughs> challenges of step four. Mm. I've got a few and really I could create a super long list. That's why I'm saying don't let any bump in the road you come up to in regards to your own step work deter you from doing it, frighten you from doing it, push through, even if you need some help. Mental barriers and a lack of personal responsibility can cause major challenges at this stage during step four. Many participants have spent a long amount of time justifying their behavior and must focus extremely hard on being completely honest with themselves to gain the benefits of step four. I need you to dig deep. I need you to dig deep because we have. People in, in addiction have justified the reasons for why they do what they do and they've worked so hard to bend it into a right, although it is super wrong. Right, so here we are. We've got to Pick this step up, change that mindset, and figure out a way to become okay with the fact that we've been doing wrong. Dig deep, because the benefits of working step four far outweigh the fears. Far outweigh the fears. You just got to muscle through the first parts of it. Time requirements and writing ability may also hamper or damper a participant, someone doing it. If you work long hours, right, I get it. I get it. If you work long hours and you got kids and, you know, but think about it this way. You're willing to make time for the drinking buddies and the using buddies, right? You're willing to make time for those guys while avoiding family. You can make time for this has to become important. This has to become just as important, if not more important, because this is going to be life-changing, not only for you, but for your family and those who have agreed to support you through it, right? So you can't use time as an issue. Although time requirements may overcome may be overcome by devoting a small amount of time each day to the completion of step four worksheet or by rearranging personal schedules to allow a single day a few hours to complete the worksheet right <clears throat> get the process done it's difficult to do it all in one single attempt and you can't it's work Time spent leading up to this attempt should focus on identifying factors in daily life that may indicate a personal character uh, strengths 
and or weaknesses, right? Take note of that stuff throughout the day before you get to the worksheets or the workbook uh, or whatever it is that you're working on. Writing ability may be removed as a factor by using a computer. If you're a good typer and you can type several words a minute, uh, which is not really me, I would do faster by handwriting, right? Then use a computer, right? Use a computer uh, to type this stuff up or ask a friend to assist with taking dictation, whatever it takes. If you are unable to confide in a friend, right? A neutral party such as an AA sponsor or other community member can assist as well. But you notice it never said anything about trying to do it on your own. Don't try to work this step on your own. It's scary enough as it is. So yeah, definitely um, don't do this alone. Especially if it's going to be your first, maybe your second time. You know, it seems like people in the rooms of um, AANA, Celebrate Recovery, once they've worked through the steps a few times, it does, I guess, get a little bit easier because you've already worked through a lot of the major junk in your life. Um, that happened as a young adult or um, teenager, maybe. Uh, it's 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 difficult. It's difficult, but I guess it does. Maybe it does. As time goes on, it's a little bit easier. So, <clears throat> ties to other steps. The information gathered in the fourth step allows a person to gain greater insight from. The next step. This information provides a frank assessment of strengths and weaknesses. There's that word strengths again. It doesn't ignore it. So when you're working the steps, don't you ignore it. Everywhere you see in the literature, it talks about strengths as much as it does any weaknesses. So you have to take into consideration what it is that you do good too, right? Family members, I hope you're listening. I know there's probably some areas in your life that you could probably benefit from working the steps alongside your person that's working on for mental health issues or addiction issues, right? But what I need you to know more importantly is they're going to dig in to a whole lot of ugliness and they're going to need your support they're going to need your support right so again it provides very frank and honest assessment of one's strengths and weaknesses allowing a person to know exactly which areas should be addressed by the subsequent parts of the entire 12-step process so you're sort of dissecting and you're going to take little bits of this at a time some steps take longer to work than others. It kind of depends on the person, how difficult it is for them. You know, some people spend a lot of time on this particular step, step forward. It's not something you're going to just breeze through. It's not like an assignment you do one day and turn in the next. I've seen people work this step for weeks. you got to be thorough. Through this process, the person learns to identify shortcomings and we'll use these as a list of appeals to a higher power. Mm. 
Right, we were just talking about a higher power, right, in the last couple of podcasts. So now we're going to start connecting some dots, right? You're going to give this list up as appeals to a higher power and future steps. The insight gathered here can also be shared in a group session at meetings and discussed openly with other group members. Sure, you can do that. They do that when you go to a meeting if you've never been to one. Um, people take turns and they're up at a podium sharing what they call their experience, strength, and hope, right? Especially if it's a newcomer meeting. I know that probably doesn't mean anything to some of you guys, but that's usually what can happen there at the podium uh, when they're sharing with the room and the other people there. Um, they'll share their difficulties. They're show, they'll share what they're struggling with that week, that day. They'll share that they're struggling with whatever step it is they're working on, right? These people lean on each other, and that's why these self-help groups are so powerful in people's lives. Very powerful exercises. The fourth step is one of our first action steps towards physical and emotional sobriety. Trying to get as stable as you can get, right? We are in the process of recreating our lives. In step three, we made the decision to give up our old plans for living and to try AA's or CR's 12-step plan for living. Step four is a fact-finding and fact-facing process. Let me share that again. Step four is a fact-finding and fact-facing process. We are searching for the causes and conditions of our miserable results in life. Right? You're looking for those things that caused you harm and hurt you. But you're also looking for the things that you did to others. Right? We want to uncover the truth about ourselves. We want to discover the attitudes, the thoughts, the beliefs, the fears, the actions, the behaviors, and the behavior patterns. Right? That have been blocking us and causing us problems and causing our failure. So you want to look out for anything on that list. Attitudes, thoughts, beliefs, fears, actions, behaviors, and behavior patterns. Right? Behavior patterns. We want to learn the exact nature of our character defects. And what causes us to do the unacceptable things that we do. So that once they are removed, we can acquire and live with new attitudes, new thoughts, new beliefs, new actions, and new behaviors for our highest good. And for the highest good of those with whom we come in contact. You want to be the healthiest version of yourself you can be. Not only for yourself, but for your kids and for your family. Right? The healthiest version of yourself you can be. 
small little thought that I have when I share this kind of stuff is you have to become the change that you want to see. Okay? You have to become the change that you want to see. You can't wish it and want it and hope everything around you changes first. You have to be the first domino. Become the change that you want to see. Right? It's not easy. It's not easy. But these, this prepares us to live a life of purpose. Where we can be in max, maximum fit condition to be of service to others. It's a little bit early in this step, but that's the ultimate goal. You do want to get to a point where you can pay it forward, as they say, in the rooms of AACR. You want to get healthy so that you can return the favor to those coming in behind you. You got to pay it forward. Being able to help other people is what will keep you healthy. It feels good to help people. Right? By taking an inventory and learning the exact nature of our wrongs, we will be able to recognize when we might be slipping into our old way of life, into our old thinking patterns, and when we might be headed for new problems or possibly relapse. I know everybody... It takes work. It does take work. And again, I've mentioned it before. Although relapse can be part of the process, in the long term, it's not a requirement. Not a requirement. Just work hard. Right? Why is so why is it so important to know all of this stuff? It's to get prepared. For the inventory. Step one. Step two. Step three. Begins to sort of lay the foundation. You've got to get prepared for doing this step. This is why you need a higher power. Right? This is why you need that higher power. That you can count on. We're digging deep. Right? We're digging deep and emotions will run high when you're doing this step. Some things to work through in the inventory really bring tension. Right? Some of those things that you'll work through will be resentments, fears, sexual conduct, a harm that you have caused. Right? As I mentioned, CR has workbooks that cover all of these 12 steps. If you choose a secular meeting, you can Google Step 4 worksheets. I think you can Google worksheets for any of them, right? Um, Or get with the sponsor or somebody. They can help you get those forms, and you can download some of the worksheets. But please don't start with this step. Start from the beginning 
and work your way through. It's pivotal. Family members, be supportive. And if you have a hurt, hang-up, or habit, really think about that. If you have a hurt, habit, or hang-up, consider working alongside the family member that's going to be utilizing the step work. Right? Do you remember Jack Nicholson's famous line, You can't handle the truth. Well, you have to build up to working this action step. Hence the need for a strong, dependable, higher power. This step is where a lot of relapse happens. But it doesn't have to be if you're prepared. Right? With a higher power. With God. With your church family. With your meeting family. Right? A lot of people don't utilize any one individual as a higher power. Um, Please don't ever do that. People can turn on you. But I've known people to use the group concept as a whole as a higher power. Sure, if that's something that you feel better doing first because you're still not sure about God and who or what God is to you, all I can ask is that you really, really, really take into consideration that you can't do this alone. Especially this step. Don't jump ahead to it. Start from the beginning. There'll be a lot of things about yourself that you you might recall that you haven't even thought of in years. This is when they'll surface. Family members, be mindful of that too. This step will need a lot of support. Right? This step needs higher power because this is where the fight starts the battle within yourself against the demons that hang on and hang out in your head because that's where most of the battle is between your ears right reminder it says the biblical version or comparison said let us examine our ways and test them and let us return to the lord My advice, don't test them on your own. Don't test them on your own. Have someone to lean on. Because you're going to be bringing up some of that old stuff. Right? You're going to be bringing up some of that old stuff. So here's another AA reference. Alcoholics and addicts, time after time, wonder whether get loaded again, then have to face the same inner truths, right? You battle with that. Do I do it again? Do I not do it again? The freedom from self is made possible, right? By working through these things, with help. Now the freedom from self is made impossible by holding on to the fears and secrets we've harbored all our lives. The way of strength, paradoxically, is in becoming vulnerable. 
and this step will do that. You will become more vulnerable when you're trying to educate yourself on what all of this stuff is. You know what your own hurts or habits are. You know what wrongs have been done to you. You know what wrongs you've done to others. And all this stuff will surface, right? A part of the recovery process is taking a self-inventory involves several different steps. Here's a few. Self-inventory involves listing people, things, places, or institutions, and even ideas that you feel resentment toward or hurt by. Self-inventory requires identifying the root cause of these resentments or past hurts. A self-inventory involves recognizing how these events or developments made you feel about yourself and about others. A self-inventory requires identifying how you and your addiction or compulsive behaviors may be to blame for the stressors in your life. A self-inventory involves mapping out how you can respond differently to these people, places, things, institutions, or ideas. Not a small task. Not a small task at all, right? So you have to wonder or ask yourself, how do I think of myself? How do I think of others and how they view me? How do I see my relationships with other people? What goals and plans do I have for the future? What is my general sense of personal well-being? What fears do I have about the future? What resentments do I have about the past? What is the cause for these resentments? When you answer that one, be specific. Where, when, and how was I to blame for these resentments? If they're on you, own them. Be specific. How do these past resentments affect my current self? Identify those accurately, honestly. Be specific. What emotions do I feel now? And are these valid? Be specific. There is no right or wrong answers when it comes to these, this personal inventory set of questions. Instead, self-inventory is all about being honest with yourself. The best personal inventory example is one that pulls no punches. There is no right or wrong way when it comes to how to write a personal inventory. Just be honest with yourself and those around you. Thanks for listening. Glad you guys stopped by. I appreciate you uh, so much. I appreciate you so much. All of you that listen. Um, this is always sometimes hard topics, I know. But it will be beneficial in the long run. Again, thank you for your time. And until next time, be blessed. Thank you.